back with another episode of D-List of the Podcast. I'm Michael Kang. I'm Allison. Allison, Michael. this lockdown, how's it going for you? I remember last time you said you were going stir crazy. Oh, so yeah. has that leveled out or are you stir crazier? Stirrer crazy? Stir, stir crazy. crazier. Stir crazy too. Stir, stir, stir crazy-roo. Carolina Herrera. <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm still pretty stir crazy, except I feel like now, you know, when you go through the, how many levels of, um, grief are there? Five or seven or something. I'm at the one at the end where it's acceptance. So I'm just like around my house being like, I can't go outside. This is my life now. I'm basically a gerbil. Or hamster. You're basically I'm in like, dude, Richard like, Gere's I asshole. I was going to say, I don't want a Richard Gere joke. That's not what I was <laughs> Allegedly in Richard Gere's asshole. But yeah, you can't escape. You're tucked in there. You're not going anywhere. You've got like your wheel and your water bottle and whatever gerbils eat. Anyway, point. And Richard Gere's uh, prostate. So you have all that. American gigolo. What a place to be. Yeah. Anyways. Well, I'm, well I'm, that's good. That's yeah, good. I'm yeah. doing okay. It sucks because like in Canada, the weather here is like garbage for eight months of the year. And it's finally really nice out and we can't go outside. So that kind of sucks. But I can look out the window like a yeah. cat or a dog. Yeah. How are you doing inside? Oh, it's fine. I said before, like this, I mean, nothing has really changed. I've been on stay at home order for years and years and years. Like this is, yeah, not much has changed. But Mm -hmm. like at the beginning of this, um, people were talking about how they were passing the time by playing The Sims 4. Uh So I'm like, I'm going to, I've played it before, but I'm like, I'm going to download again. And now that's, I spend all my nights playing Do you really? I would have pegged you for more of an Animal Crossing type of person. Oh, no, 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 no. Not at all. No, that's like kids shit. The Sims, like I have three sisters. Okay, Okay. there's Katinka, the businesswoman. There's Bianca, the Instagram influencer. And then there's Ruby, who's like the party girl. And Ruby, she (laughs) has like three kids. She has no job. She had one husband, but he died of mysterious circumstances. In the she pool? Ha- they always die in the well, pool. Well, no, I I didn't want him anymore, so I killed him. I built like a I built a house around when, him with, with no, no doors. doors. And, oh Michael, that's so funny. <laughs> and then her current fiance, she home wrecked. Oh, so no. and she CPS is always there's always a threat that CPS is going to take the children away because I always forget to feed them. Oh my god, their diamonds go from green to red. Yeah, and they're like crying about, you know, they're just annoying. So that's how I spend my nights. I run a uh, huge company. I, you know, do the flat tummy tea ads and I uh, I dodge calls from CPS. So basically what you're telling me is you are living your best life. Yeah, I'm living the dream. Beautiful. So, yeah, everything is fine. Michael, I have a question, because I haven't played The Sims since I was in my parents' basement in high school. Um, So last, so six months ago. You got it, brother. (laughs) Brother. Uh, Hulk Hogan over here. Um, No, can you still play it on a computer, or do you have to have, like, video games to do it? (laughs) Like video games? Oh, you mean, like, on an Xbox? No, I play it on my computer. Okay, can you play it on, like, an iPad? I think, but I think it's a different version. Yeah. I don't, don't quote me on that. I'm not sure. But I just play on my laptop. It's easier. I, I don't know. You may be able to play it on your 
iPad, but it might be, like I said, a different version. Michael, I didn't realize you're such a gamer. Total gamer yeah. with a G-A-Y. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to how rich, clueless assholes are dealing with this pandemic, mm-hmm. um, which leads us to Kristen Cavallari. If you do not know who Kristen Cavallari is, um, you're lucky. Yeah, you're, but, um, you're living your best life. But okay, she's a reality person, and in the early odds, she was in Laguna Beach, then the Hills, and now is in her own reality show, Very Cavallari. She's married to Jake Cutler, who is a football person, and they have three children. She's also an anti-vaxxer, so that's pretty much everything you need to know about her. Oh, 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 and back in the day, when Gawker still existed, rest in peace, Gawker, they had a segment called 500 Days of Kristen. Every <gasps> single, that. yeah, every single day. I forgot the writer who did that, but every single day they did a new post about Kristen Cavallari and they never made it to the 500 days, sadly. I mean, how could you? I mean, I wouldn't even make it to day three. I would be like, I give up. I cannot post about her anymore. You'd start like talking like a sim after seven days. Yeah, D- like, ooh, sululu. Yeah, ooh. <clears throat> So Kristen, her husband, her kids, her hairdresser named Justin Anderson, remember that name? He's a big, plays a big role in this story. And Justin's boyfriend, Austin Rhodes. So Austin Rhodes played one of the gay twins in Scream Queens, FYI. So they all claimed they have been, they were stuck in the Bahamas for about three weeks because of coronavirus and could not get back to the U.S. Right. So a writer named Claire Downs did a Twitter thread after researching Kristen's timeline. Listen, shit is bleak on the gossip and pop culture front. So this is what we have to work with. This is this is basically Brangelina's divorce for the time that we're living in right now. Um, maybe Chris Pratt and Anna Faris's divorce. Okay, yes, that's 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 a better. Um, assessment of that so anyway so claire Claire was thorough though she Mm -hmm. was very very thorough in her twitter thread so on march 12th the day that uh governor cuomo declared a state of emergency in new york Kristen posted a picture from new york city then three days later she posted a pic of her and justin her hairdresser in the bahamas with the caption modern family spring break Mm -hmm. People dragged her because on March 15th, I mean, shit was already pretty serious. And we knew now it was not the time to frolic on the beach during a vacation. No, we were buying like cans of beans and our frozen corn and hunkering down. Yeah, people were canceling vacations, not going on vacations. So March 15th is also when the Bahamas got their first case of Corona. So Kristen probably brought it there. Mm -hmm. No, she didn't. She didn't. (laughs) I mean, Don't sue me, Chris. Legally speaking, she didn't. <laughs> okay, on but. March 17th, Justin posted on Instagram that they were stuck on an empty island and trying to stay positive and that he's afraid of what they're going to see when they're allowed to go back to the States. Now, he said allowed. So as of that point, they could have easily come back to the States okay. since the Bahamas hadn't restricted travel at all and no. planes were still flying out and i need to i need to say this because i i'm i must interject your honor um i had a friend who was in the bahamas at that time at like a little bit before Kristen, right yeah like 
I think the day that Kristen flew into the Bahamas, my friend got then like she was on the websites looking for flights being like i have to get home they're telling everyone to go home their resort was like clearing out like people were packing their bags and leaving right and you were encouraged to leave like the airport was fully functioning you could leave my friend came home so like that's where we're at basically is it's not like the bahamas was like it's not like gilligan's island where like you show up and then you have to be there until the professor figures a way to leave. You know, like, yeah. But um, Kristen and crew stayed and they kept posting on Instagram. She posted pictures of her children and husband. So that's how we knew that they were there with her. Mm -hmm. Um, Justin also kept responding to people telling them they're idiots for traveling. And he defended himself and claimed that they were stuck. So on March 20th, that's like, five days after they got there, mm-hmm. the Bahamas issued a curfew and, um, and you know, restraints on going to the store, uh, the pharmacy and picking up food from restaurants, etc. That was on March 20th. Mm-hmm. So on March 23rd, the prime minister, meanwhile, they're still posting, like they're posting beach shots, everything. So mm-hmm. on March 23rd, the prime minister of Bahamas issued a st- uh, state of emergency and stopped all incoming flights mm-hmm and cruises and told all U.S. citizens to get the fuck out unless they wanted to stay in the Bahamas for an indefinite amount of time Mm -hmm. because there was a chance that outgoing flights to the U.S. would cease as well. Mm -hmm. So that was on March 23rd. So Kristen and Justin, they kept posting along. She promoted her clothing line in a few posts. I mean, you got to keep the business going. Yeah, you need the content that is... Well, I guess it's not sponsored content because it's her own content. But yes, you need to. Yeah. Make and money. during this time, we all want to buy overpriced jeans from the girl from the hills. So I can make sense that she kept going. So and Justin, he kept talking like in comments. He kept like defending them in comments. And at one point, Chelsea Handler, who I guess is a client of Justin's, mm-hmm. she got into his comments and she asked if he's there forever. And he laughed and said yes and she should come too after getting her dogs vaccinated first of all she couldn't come second don't tell Kristen that those dogs are vaccinated or she'd have them put down yeah she would be like radioing the plane like just dump the whole plane in the ocean do not show up here is it at the ocean anyway yes (laughs) so justin also said in the comments that they were waiting it on the bahamas because it seemed safer so but the u.s embassy in the Bahamas, kept telling U.S. citizens to go home. Also, Claire pointed out that someone asked Justin if this whole thing has made Kristen change her mind about vaccines being bad, and he only said, I don't really care, that's her business. He's a great employee, by the way. Oh, yeah, he, he, yeah, he knows when to keep his mouth shut. He's employed so, for the rest of his life. Finally, Kristen and company listened to the government in the Bahamas, and they came home on April 6th. Kristen posted an Instagram story from her home in Nashville saying that they had a short window, girl, Uh, to get out. What, two weeks is short? Okay. And took it. Justin told Page Six in a statement that while in the Bahamas, they followed all guidelines, and now that they're back, they're doing the same and are social distancing. Currently, the Bahamas has 33 confirmed corona cases, and there's been five deaths. Oh, my God. And that 
ends the Kristen Cavallari Corona saga for now. I'm sure there'll be a um, to be continued. Yeah. And also, I know that like lots of reporters are going to deserve, you know, Pulitzer's at the end of the year. I think that Claire should be nominated for one because that is that's the most reporting that anybody ought to do on Kristen Cavallari. Oh, yeah. Above and beyond. But most comments were calling them privileged, clueless assholes who yeah. only care about themselves and they're right. But some defended them saying that they'd stay in the Bahamas too if they got stuck there during the pandemic. But the thing is, Kristen's ass shouldn't have even went in the first place. Well, yeah, because it was at, it was like at a time where people were saying go home. Yeah, it wasn't like February. This was the middle of March. And yeah. also, like, think of the locals who are like dealing with a certain amount of supplies, and here comes Kristen Cavallari taking your Lysol wipes. I mean, if it was Heidi Montag, that would be okay, because she's a bigger star. Oh, and you know that Kristen Cavallari is the type that would go to Costco and would hoard. She would be like such a Karen Jr. and would like fill up her cart with all of the Lysol wipes and be like, I need all of these. And then when she left, she just dumped them in the trash. Yeah. When, before she At the these. airport, yeah. <laughs> And honestly, they when they got to the US, they were not quarantined. They should be quarantined forever. Yeah, without cell phones. <laughs> or Lysol wipes. Yeah. Okay, so moving on from a couple of assholes to a bunch of buttholes. So everybody is familiar with the secret, um, alleged butthole cut of cats, 2019's cats. Who could forget cats? Even though it does feel like it's a long time ago. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, it was... Four months ago. It was December, yeah. yeah was that was ago. that was 40 years ago. Yeah, all those cats, their nine lives have been... Yeah, we're fun. like Gloria Stern Titanic. It's been 84 years or whatever, yeah. yeah. We're, the, we're the cat at the end of Cats that's singing memory and going to heaven. It's that. It's been that long. Grizabella is her name. I know. How the d- cats. How fucking dare I? I've seen cats, too. Live and in person. I should have known that. Um, so... When Cats came out, we heard that they were like, you know, we all know that they had to edit Jason Derulo's bulge. It was like very G-rated. And we knew that the cats had certain cat qualities, like they had realistic fur, but they didn't have buttholes, right? And so then someone on Twitter was like, I've seen the butthole cut of cats. I know it exists. And like, everybody's crazy. They want to see this butthole cut of cats. So... The Daily Beast spoke to people who worked on cats behind the scenes, specifically people who were animators, because those would be the people who would animate the buttholes, right? And what they discovered was much, many, much more than buttholes. They truly went down the butthole, if you will. Yeah, and they got to some real shit. They really Pun did. intended. Yeah. Yes. So everyone kind of wanted to remain anonymous because obviously people want to keep their jobs. So... They kind of paint director Tom Hooper as like a tyrant or, you know, uh, for lack of a better word, like slave driver. So they one person alleges that Tom Hooper had them working overtime, like crazy overtime. One person said that they were working 90 hour work weeks. So I'm not. Can you imagine working 90 hour work weeks over cats? I, I know. Like losing your mind, having a nervous breakdown over cats. Like 90 hour work week on showgirls, you'd be like, I'm doing the Lord's work. Yes. But cats is the opposite. So I did the math on that, actually. I'm very proud of my math. So if you're working five days a week, that's 120 hours in five days. Okay? Well, they were probably working seven days a week. 
They probably were, but it's more fun for my math if we only do it at five. <laughs> it's it's more heartbreaking. So if you t- so that's 120 hours. So minus 90 hours that leaves you 30 hours in five days. So be- divided between five days, that only gives a person six hours a day for sleeping, eating, shitting, showering, all of that. Well, not only that, you're not sleeping because you've been looking at these horror creatures all day so you're like your eyes are wide open right and so that's something that they said in the article is that people eventually started sleeping under their desks so um one of the things uh so like this so they're working really hard on stuff they're working 90 hours right and tom hooper is telling them like you need to make these super realistic but he didn't understand allegedly he didn't understand what like computer animation was so he would demand to see like certain sequences but they'd be like okay well we don't render like fur and like faces and stuff until the very end so i used to actually work in post-production so what they do kind of is it's sort of like um it's almost like if they have a sequence right let's say it's rebel wilson dancing with cockroaches it's kind of really rough looking it just mostly shows the motion of it right yeah so you'd show the motion and go okay that's what it's gonna look like we're gonna hit render it's gonna put like the skin and all the fur and all that stuff on it it'll be done so Tom Hooper didn't understand that. And so that takes a long time to render. Like you could set a computer to render and walk away for like hours. Yeah, right. Yeah. And be like, I have to wait for it to render. So Tom Hooper would be like, well, why doesn't it look like the way it's supposed to be in the movie? And they'd be like, okay, well, cause that takes a long time. And he'd be like, do it. And so then he would just be sitting there and like, people would be like, I guess I have to render this thing now. So that's as how best people, as I can. Yeah. Yeah. As fast as they can. And so he didn't, he didn't get it. So that's what like took them a long time. So one person was like, or one source was like, listen, we wanted it to look good. We really did want it to make it look good. But it's impossible when you're being held to these crazy deadlines. Like, that's how you end up with stuff like really bad looking fur. Or like, there's a scene where like the feet don't touch the floor. And I also in that Daily Beast article, uh-huh. I read like Tom Hooper wanted video of actual <gasps> cats Dancing. doing things that cats yeah. in the movies do, like dance and sing, like Oh my god! If they could have made that happen, that would have been the movie. Like, there would be no—they wouldn't need CGI. Like, if you could get actual cats to do that, that'd like, be like you're talking about like a Milo and Otis type movie, but except no Otis, just Milo and he's dancing. Yeah, and there's no effects; they're just naturally. Dancing. I would have, I would have lined up to see that movie. I would have loved it, and like the cats' paws, like taking a hat on and off. <laughs> yeah, it would have won all the Oscars instead of all the Razzies. It would have swept a completely different arena we'll say that so back to the buttholes though so the reason that we had cat buttholes is one person claimed that about halfway through the movie halfway through being done they were watching it and they were like oh my god why do the cats have assholes and so they brought it to like different producers and stuff and were like hey there's there's full-on cat like tight little buttholes in this movie like this movie is so weird and then that's when everyone was being like, oh, my God, there's buttholes in this movie. We need to get rid of them. And Tom Hooper's like, there shouldn't be a butthole in this movie. But the whole thing was that it was never a conscious decision to be like, put the buttholes in. It was something that um, I've got the quote. I love it so much. The person said, there was nobody that said, we want buttholes. It was one of those things that just happened and slipped through. Well, I think someone was fucking with them. Like, obviously, Tom Hooper allegedly is an asshole to work with. And so they're like, I'm going to fuck this movie up and put in some assholes. So that's what everybody will t- talk about. Like like um, putting the boner on the priest and the Little Mermaid. 
You think so? It's like, so? I'm going to slip this shit in. Yeah, that's what, I mean, who else, like, why would you put the butthole? Nobody told you to put a butthole. I'm going to tell you what my theory is. Tom Hooper secretly went to the person who was in charge of making the cats look realistic, right? Like, he wanted to see those cats dancing. So he went to that person and was like, listen, if I can't have the cats dance, please at least make them look realistic. Put a butthole on each of these cats. And then when they noticed him, we're like, nobody's going to want to watch these buttholes. He was like, oh, erase all the buttholes. Get rid of all the buttholes. And the joke is that he was right because now they're all screaming for the cat butthole. We want the butthole cut released. The butthole cut. Do you want the butthole cut released? I mean, listen, one part of me says, yeah, show me the butthole cut. But then on the other part of me is like, I don't want to be put on any kind of list for That's downloading the butthole cut. Like these people on Twitter, like, show me the cat butthole. I was, and I'm like, call the police on these people. They're, they want, they're like, it's this like bestiality. And honestly, like, if you want to see a cat butthole, just go up to an actual cat. Like 99% of them present their whole to strangers, like within seconds of meeting them. They're like me. They just turn around and present their hole. So just, or look at Donald Trump's mouth. Allison and I will now go over five stories, starting with Ben Affleck and Anna de Armas. So in the last episode, we talked about Ben Affleck and Anna de Armas's uh, doing daily pap walk strolls where they mm-hmm. walk their dogs in front of the paps. Mm-hmm. So a TikTok user named Jorge Lopez that's his TikTok name, posted a clip of Ben and Anna slowly walking toward a bunch of paps. And Jorge claims that he saw Anna make a call and say, okay, Rodrigo, we're ready. And out came four or five paparazzos from a van. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, I can't believe they're making them come into work like that. They just do it over Zoom. Everyone else is doing their stuff over Zoom. It'll look nice and grainy. It'll still look yeah. like low quality. It'll look like, oh, we caught them. Just do Yeah, you're Zoom. right. <laughs> ben, do Zoom, Ben. But, okay, there's already a rumor that okay. Ben, from Us Weekly, that Ben wants to have kids with Anna. And some think Anna may already be pregnant. So if she does have Ben's baby, they better name the kid Rodrigo. Or better yet, okay, Rodrigo. Like, Rodrigo deserves it. So Justin Trudeau, the Prime Minister of Canada, FYI, did his daily press conference from outside of his home. And while talking about the guidelines for wearing a mask out in public, he said, If people want to wear a mask, uh, that is okay. It protects others more than it protects you because it prevents you from breathing or, or, or speaking uh, moistly on them. Oh, what a terrible image. Uh- Every single person who gets horny for Justin Trudeau responded by saying, oh, I'll show you moistly. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like that is a terrible image because <laughs> like you said, you know, horny hoes got moistly in the loins over him saying moistly, like put a mask on that. <laughs> So Jake Gyllenhaal told Another Man magazine that in 2007, a year after he and Heath Ledger were both nominated for Oscars for Brokeback Mountain, the producers of the Oscars wanted him and Heath to present uh, at the show and tell gay jokes about their Brokeback love story. But Heath would not do it. So Jake thought thought it was all in good fun at the time, but Heath said, it's not a joke to me. I don't want to make any jokes about it. Jake of today said, that's the thing I loved about Heath. 
He would never joke. Someone wanted to make a joke about the story or whatever. He was like, no, this is about love. Like, that's it, man. Like, no. Honestly, it's good that they skipped it. It would have been it would have been so terrible. Not as terrible as Best Picture winner Crash, but pretty close. pretty close. Very yeah, close. It would have been close. And see, I love Heath even more mm-hmm. because he is right. Like their characters were so in love that they butt fucked without lube in the middle of the mountains and did it after eating beans. So you do not joke about that kind of love. That's real love. Tori Spelling is doing a virtual meet and greet this week for 20 fans. Does she have 20 fans? I she will get yeah, I'm sure there's 20. <laughs> uh, some people with like a couple different IP addresses, yes. Yeah. So basically, you video chat with Tori and you get to take virtual selfies with her and you'll also get a copy of the chat. It'll cost you only $95. Uh, by the way, Tori also does Cameo, and she charges $100 for that. So people are obviously dragging her for that since we're in the middle of a pandemic, and Tori is finding ways to make money off of it, but they forget that Tori is broke. Yeah, honestly, any true fan would know that Tori has, like, she's, like, thousands and thousands of dollars in debt. $95 is a steal. That's a deal. She's giving you a discount. She should be charging $1,200 to repay her visa bill, but she's yeah. not. She's only paying nine. She's only charging $95. Yeah, That's is, kindness. That's it charity. It is the deal of the century. For me, I'm not sure if I'd give Tori Spelling my credit card information. Oh. That would be like giving it to a Nigerian prince. So it's a no for me. Finally, I know that Wendy Williams, she says a lot of stupid shit and she's a mess, but... If you want to watch a zero-budget, and I'm talking zero-budget, performance art piece and a train wreck, watch the first part of her show this week. So she's doing it from home. There's no crew, and it is a like disaster. She does it in her kitchen, mm-hmm. and I guess she doesn't want it to look like a kitchen, which it does because there's an oven in the back. But so she created a set using like stuff from her house. Oh, she's moved everything from her house into that one corner of her kitchen. There's like statues. She's got a black Betty Boo behind her. It's like a, it's like a Spencer Gifts. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just tons of stuff. And so I watched it today. Mm-hmm. I watched the first part and her smoke alarm is broken. So <laughs> it chirps like every five minutes. <laughs> replace your batteries wendy well no she says that she brings it she brought it up and she said that the bell building hasn't uh, hasn't fixed it but it's like chirping the whole time it's like driving you crazy and then the lighting is a mess like it looks like lighting for a snuff film like the lighting (laughs) is horrible and then she eats breakfast like during it it's the eating just kills me yeah she's like talking and chewing like she's talking to, because um, she does like like hot topics, and yeah. she she's talking to uh, someone else, and they're you know they're at home, and he has good lighting, and she has mess messy lighting. She's eating breakfast and drinking, and she's like talking while she's eating. And at one point today, she said she like she was eating eggs, right, scrambled eggs, mm-hmm. and she lo- she's talking about. I forgot what she was talking about. But she looks at her fork with eggs on and says, I love you, eggs. (laughs) No. (laughs) 
<laughs> underneath that like drop ceiling fluorescent lighting that's casting all these downward shadows and her being like, I love you, eggs. It was very David Lynch. Yes. Well, to me, it was like very public access. It was like Robin Bird who, the, I mean, it's perfect. It was really good. I'm just so surprised that like, I wonder, this would be something I would bet money on. 20 bucks. I don't have 95, 20, 20 bucks. Um, I want to see how long it's going to well, take. Well, bet 50 because then if you win, you get 100 and then you can do that Tori Spelling me and greet, virtual me and greet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I want to see how long it takes before Wendy completely stops caring. Like she's eating eggs. She's in her kitchen surrounded by like, you know what it kind of looks like is like one of those, um, like a furniture depot where like you can't really walk through yeah. the aisles. You just look at a corner and be like, point at what you want. Like she's in that. Yeah, it looks like Michael Jackson is about to walk by and say, I'll take that. I'll take that. Do you know what clip I'm talking about? No. It's like, it's from, I oh God, I want to say like Dateline or something like that. And they're interviewing Michael Jackson and they go to like this furniture store in Las Vegas. Huh. And he's like, I'll take, it's like an antique store and it's like $20,000 antiques. And he's like, I'll take that. I'll take that. We got two of those, right? So that's, yeah, I'm waiting for him to walk through the ghost of him to walk through Wendy's kitchen and order that Betty Boop doll. And it won't even phase Wendy. She'll just be like, Michael, you want some eggs? I'm half expecting her to show up on Friday. Her hair's not done. She's not showered. She's in a bathrobe. She's wearing yesterday's makeup and she's just shrugging like, look, it's either you watch this or you watch a press conference. It's either this or Megan McCain from inside her home. What do you want to watch? Before we go, we just want to thank all of you for listening to us during these times. And if you've got nothing to do, rate and subscribe if you haven't already. And if you've got a note or a tip or a question for us, you can email us at dtp at delisted.com. So till next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye.